0: Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related. We got the double play going today. (laughs) Is that me or is that you? Uh oh. Oh. Good morning, everybody, and welcome. Oh, we got all kinds of stuff going today. (laughs) Someone's listening to it on your end, I think. It's the Facebook Live. Uh (laughs) Aha. May the fourth be with us. Exactly. (laughs) Apparently, we need some extra help today. (laughs) All right. Here we go. Take three. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. We've got everything you need for what you need to know living on the east side and a real estate update. We always start with that. So here we go. What do you need to know about the local real estate market? Um, It's kind of the same, lots of offers, things are selling quickly. But what I wanted to talk about today is something that comes up a lot with sellers. You know, we always talk about um, making sure your home looks ready to go we call it parade ready when you come on the market you get that one shot to make your house look amazing so how do you do that you know when we come in as agents and say well to make your house look amazing maybe we should paint or we should get some new carpet and do all of these things which sound great and probably make a lot of sense but sometimes there's a cash flow part of that of coming up with the dollars to do that two things to know one I only recommend to my clients, there are certain improvements you can make that will increase your bottom line. They will actually, it's worth the hassle to do them because you will actually not only sell for more money, you'll make more money. My filter is always for every dollar you spend, you have to get at least $5 back or it's not worth doing the improvement. But the question is, where do you get the dollars to do the improvement? Windermere has, it's called, we call it a concierge loan, which allows you to, for a short period of time, borrow against the equity in your house to do that. I just had some clients do it. It was seamless. We did paint, carpet, refinish the hardwoods, made a huge difference in the final sales price, easily three to four times the amount of money that they spent in terms of sales price and then just made itself faster and with fewer contingencies. So if you have questions about that, the logistics of how that works, I invite you to reach out. You can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. Without further ado, I'm super excited for today's guest and the organization that she represents. We've got Paula Delgadis with us with Little Bit Writing Studio in Redmond, one of the coolest places around. Welcome, Paula. How are you? Oh, I'm great, Nicole. Thank you for inviting me today. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Um, I'm excited to have you here. A little bit riding studios, horses, amazing. Um, <laughs> but you are not just any riding studio. You guys have some amazing programs that do wonderful things for the community. And I'd love if you could share with us a little bit of a background for the people that haven't heard of little bit. Kind of what are you all about? How'd you get started? And what do you do? Sure, thank you. Um, so a Little Bit Therapeutic
1: Riding Center in off Avondale Road in Redmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is our 45th anniversary. So we've been in the community for a good number of years providing the services that we do. We were created by a woman um, who had multiple sclerosis and she found that riding her horse helped slow the progression of her symptoms. So she created that with one horse and a few volunteers and a few riders 45 years ago, she started a little bit, named after the horse that started the program. Um, We have our two main programs are our um, therapeutic riding program, Mm -hmm. uh, hippotherapy, you can also, um, it's also known by, which is a medical program where our patients uh, come and ride with a licensed physical therapist, occupational therapist, or speech and language pathologist. Our uh, adaptive writing program focuses more on uh, learning, writing skills for people with disabilities, but in a therapeutic setting and providing that therapeutic benefit. So we have some other programs like summer camps for kids, um, both uh, those who have disabilities and those that are able-bodied together. And we have other uh, programs. One is um, equine facilitated psychotherapy, where we work with mental health professionals in the community who bring their clients to little bit to work with our equine specialists and our horses.
0: Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <you>. that's amazing. <laughs> who could have thought riding a horse could do some well, who could have thought if you've been there and done it you know the impact <laughs> <that> it has. <laughs> so there's some really
1: great reasons why. It's, I mean there's so great science behind it and there's mm-hmm. also the emotional aspect, but you know just sitting on the horse the 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 length of the sessions which are 45 minutes to an hour typically Mm -hmm. uh, a horse will take two thousand to three thousand steps during that time period so just sitting on the horse works the core muscles of the rider the patient uh, Mm -hmm. just the same as you would as if you were walking the the horse has that 360 degree pivoting motion of someone who's um who's walking um, and that helps build uh, core strength that provides uh, other functionality in in the rider or patient's daily life Um, the other things that that help with there's a a lot of sensory information that the horse provides to the individual on on the horse um, which is really great for self-regulation for some people with certain conditions it's that's uh it's a really beneficial way Um, of getting that that um, that movement and that self-regulation it um you know that the core strength also provides uh some of the the other functioning that people are looking for like the ability to 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 be able to walk for some of our riders, they weren't able to walk until they came to a little bit um for some of our youngest patients and riders, being up on the horse is a position of power. And for people with disabilities, often they are down low or always looking up at the world. But being in that position of power is really cool and very beneficial for their emotional well-being. There's also, we try to keep our staff and our volunteers all together with, in teams with our riders and patients that also helps create a bond with those individuals and then you know then there's that really unique bond that humans have with horses and that is never lost um, in the in the work that we do, that's a super critical part of what makes our work successful, and it's just fun. I mean, I've been in physical therapy before. You, most most every most adults have at some point in their life go through physical therapy. Right. I'd way rather do it on the back of a horse than in a um, <laughs> <laughs> in a clinic somewhere. So so it's just fun, and and some of those a lot of our um, disabled riders and patients. Have many therapies that they that they must endure and um, go through to make them, um, you know, function uh, um, successfully, um, but many of them find that being on our horses is one of their most popular ones and their most favorite ones because it it just really is fun, something yeah, they look forward to.
0: Oh, I mean, how could you not? Um. <laughs> For sure, we were talking about it before the show, you know, Windermere is a company, we do our community service day every June and each office picks a, a place that they go and the office that I'm with, we've come to a little bit for the last, oh gosh, as long as I can remember, at least 15 years, we come and we usually come right before you guys do your big show, which I think is great that the writers get to do a show and, you know, perform and have their kind of moment in the spotlight with everybody, but it's always something that we all look forward to in our office. And you can always, you know, we have our jobs to do, but you can always find somebody who has kind of like stolen away to just, they just want to go hang out with the horses. (laughs) It's it's so fun. Um, I've brought my boys a number of times to help out. And that is always their highlight is is seeing the the horses. And I remember as a kid um, taking riding lessons and you're right, there is something so magical about this big giant animal that you're able to connect with and you know be, like you said be up high and riding around and there there's something special about that for sure yeah um,
1: absolutely and thank you and thank Windermere for your support we um, we couldn't do our work without organizations and companies like like Windermere who support us so much and we look forward to having you come every year and hopefully this year we um We didn't have our horse show last June due to COVID restrictions. Right. We are doing a show this year. It's a little modified. It's modified um, so that we're not putting too many people together at one time. We're still being very cautious. Um, But we're going to be doing a
0: horse show at the end of June. So we're excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. For sure. I was on your website this morning, and you just, it was, um, I was reading about there, and it said it's on there, that you strive to transform the bodies, minds, and spirits of people that are there and I just think that's that's so perfect how does it work with the um, therapist I'm curious because we like I said we've been out there to do work at the stables but I've never seen a session out there how does it work when the therapists are working with people on the horse because like you said you've got speech therapists out there and all kinds of different things that don't seemingly go with riding a horse but it sounds like they do Oh, sure. So the, the physical therapists and occupational therapists,
1: mm-hmm. all, all therapists have goals for their patients. So, right. so there are certain things that they can do that help build a strength, that help build a coordination, that build a, a lot of different things that help those patients achieve their goals. So that all can be done on the back of the horse. With speech, there are so many things to talk about and so many things to articulate about on the back of a horse. So even though it's not it wouldn't automatically come to you that that would be something that would be would be special or, or useful, but it yeah. is it's a it's a great therapy for for the, for our patients.
0: which makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you think about it, I know you know even in our house to sit down and have a conversation with somebody, you know when they're especially when we're with our kids right and they're staring at them across the table, that conversation usually doesn't go very far. <laughs> but if we're out for a walk it just takes the pressure off and you know it's just easier to talk right and just in normal everyday life so i would imagine that that translates in a similar way to you know the kids when they're there on the horses it's just easier probably to get some of that stuff flowing when they're in an environment like that oh absolutely and our
1: patients are are as
0: young as two years old and oh i would, I would have put
1: my two-year-old on a horse but let's just but parents <laughs> And, and the kids, then there's no fear and they love every minute of it. And we have kiddos who have been um, who've been riding with us for years who are actually able to do some vaulting positions, like getting up on the back of the horse on hands and knees, or we have some that actually stand. it's it, uh, it, There are lots of different things that that can that can happen. And because it's you know, sort of progressive in. Um, so that that riders will have something more to look forward to. So that we try to keep it. This we try to provide this continuum of service. So from the time someone comes in, maybe at a very young age, that we can serve their needs all the way through adulthood. We actually have riders who are now part of our staff who have been working riding with us for over 30 years. So there it really is true that 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 you can start at that young age, and then there's something for everybody. Um, And we've had writers and patients clear up into their nineties working with us. So, oh, I love it. (laughs) So our website, littlebit.org has a lot of information there. There is an application where people can um, apply to be part of our programs. Um, We also are always looking for, um, for volunteers. We're a little, we're restricted now because of COVID and distancing requirements um, and all of that. So. Um, so there are some restrictions about who, how many people we can bring into the program, and um, and how many volunteers we can have. We typically, in, in non-COVID times, we've depended on over 600 volunteer or 600 volunteers, 300 a week, to help us with our program. So it's a um, it allows us to keep the cost of our of our programming at a rate where people can can um, can afford. And we also have tuition assistance to help those those families who are um, who may feel like they can't afford to ride horses we have um, tuition assistance available for those families too so we're hoping great. that as the as covid becomes lessened in the community and uh, that we can reduce um, our restrictions and bring more people into our programs
0: great cool uh, Nicole are you back
1: uh,
0: I am oh great okay good we had some technical issues there folks sorry about that yeah yep we're back we got it worked out (laughs) so thank you that's that's amazing that people thank you for sharing the way people can get involved and then if people want to because you have people that can volunteer as well correct
1: yeah so um uh, so volunteering we're still restricting the numbers but we are you know we Mm -hmm. will be soon we'll be uh, bringing more volunteers in as we are able to uh, increase our programming um, and that's, that's super important to us. But we also, you know, with the root work groups that you mentioned, corporate work groups are great. Um, we have mm-hmm. organizations that bring, that bring people in to help us on our property. So that's still on, that's still ongoing. Um, you know, we're always looking for donors and donations. So supporting us by go, there's yes. a donate now button. It's give big. So It's uh, donate buttons big on our, on our homepage where you can click and and support us so that we can make a difference for so many people in our community.
0: Awesome. And what's your website if people wanted to go on and donate right now?
1: Right now, (laughs) littlebit.org.
0: Okay, perfect. (laughs) <laughs> we
1: just had a, a good, good I love it. option. And we have a golf tournament for those who play golf. I'm really excited about the golf tournament. Oh. It's on September 9th. Registration will be going up any day now. And it's at Redmond Ridge. And so we're really excited about our golf tournament um, that's our next bigger event that's that's happening after after our whole show.
0: Oh, wonderful. Well, we'll make sure we'll have links to all of that on our website after the show. Uh, nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast Um, and we'll be sure to share that as well because golf is always fun golf for a good cause is even better absolutely (laughs) so um, it's I just think it's amazing again if you're just joining us today we have Paula Delgadis with Little Bit Therapeutic Writing Center um, on sharing with us about all of the amazing programs that you have and it's just so fun and heartwarming to hear about the impact that it makes for all of these different kids. And like you said, all the way up into adults, um, both physically and mentally, for sure. Um, What are some of the other fun facts about little bit that people should know? So you can
1: see um, the examples of some of our programs with some of our writers and patients. We have a YouTube channel that has a number of different um, oh, great a number of different videos um that show some amazing stories um one of my one of my favorites is this young man named jacob who started riding with, with us when he was two and his mom was a little reluctant they had been they were super close and she was a little reluctant to put him on on the horse at first and mm-hmm. he um and had, he had never really been away from her, but she she was in the the arena watching so he could see her. Mm-hmm. Um, but she chose not to be the helper, sidewalker with him, but instead just to be there to support him. But he be, after his first time where he cried a lot his first time, but after that he became super confident um, and and working with his therapist and working with the team that that was there to support him, the volunteers and. And, and the horse absolutely. And, um, and he has uh, several palsy and wasn't sure they they weren't sure whether he was over going to walk and he is now walking and he's um, I believe he's five or six now. So, um, so he's just a a, a great example of what can be accomplished. Um, He wasn't walking when he started a little bit um, and, and he started walking after, after starting with us. So it's just a it's it's really a great a great therapy and, and very helpful for a number of different reasons that I mentioned
0: yeah it's great to see kids get that confidence I was out hiking with my nieces over the weekend and they're younger than my boys and we ended up on this hiking trail where it kept crossing the stream and you had to go across the stones to cross the stream and it was really fun and heartwarming like you said to watch that you know the first time they were really nervous and How's this going to go? And we probably had to cross the stream a dozen times each direction, like up and then down. And, so, you know, the first times they're really nervous and they kind of freeze in the middle and you have to go get them and nudge them across. And, you know, by the end, they're leading the charge of like, no, no, I got this. And just to see them, you know, going back and forth and and just the way their confidence in themselves increases as they're going through it was super fun just to see that. Um, oh, that's, oh, that's a super cool story. Yeah, it's we always know, so
1: many of our writers and patients. You know, they're often, especially with disabilities, if you're, you focus on what you can't do, and a little bit right on the, what they can do. Uh, mm-hmm. it's such a supportive environment with with uh, such a great staff. Um, yeah, have, it's great staff members who are so dedicated and love what they do. Love horses. Love. Love our writers and patients and and have dedicated their lives to providing the services that we do.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, it's super fun. I taught my nieces the I did it dance. So, that was another fun thing to look into. Everybody has their own version, but you basically just kind of dance. You're like, I did it. And it's pretty cute. It's, it's so, you know, it's co kid, okay it's an adult, but it's pretty cute to watch a little seven year old dancing around going, I did it. <laughs> And to see that sense of accomplishment. So I can only imagine that you guys get to see fun things like that every day. Oh yeah, <laughs> boy, I'll kids tell you there. And, You know, from our
1: staff perspective, in my perspective, we rare, it, I've worked with a number of different nonprofits and and often you don't get to see your, the work that you do in, in action right. or mm-hmm. make a difference, but you know, we get to see our mission, you know, stretch out in front of our eyes every day. It's really special.
0: Yeah. Well, and to do it in a way that brings so much joy because I mean, therapy is is good anytime you're doing it, right? I mean, in our house, we've all had our moments of physical therapy from various injuries. And even that, like, you know, it's important, you know, you need to, but it's tedious and for whatever, right? We're always seem to be that way. You're tedious. You don't want to do it. It's not that fun. It's work. It's hard, right? You're trying to get your body to do something it just doesn't really want to do right now. So to be able to add the fun element of it with the horses and that connection so that it's something people can look forward to and be excited about that's pretty cool you know to take you know what could probably in theory be done in a little office setting and make it so fun and interactive I think is great too
1: yeah it's it's super great and that our our riders and patients really develop that bond many of them will tell you it's their horse that particular horse is their horse and they feel like that um, and sometimes we switch up the horses depending on what the goals are for the patient mm-hmm. riders. Sometimes they're looking for kind of a movement from a slower um, stride or a longer stride, and sometimes they're looking. Um, our therapists, especially, are looking for something else in, in the horse that they have that individual riding. So it's sort of it's very it's very um, individualized depending on the on the um, the condition sometimes the day of, of
0: uh, the individual. So. That's amazing. So again, we've had a little bit writing studio on the show with us today. They're based in Redmond, but I'm assuming you have people from all over that come. We do to be there.
1: Absolutely. All over Western Washington. So yes.
0: Yes. you are the largest therapeutic writing center
1: in Washington. One of the largest ones in the country. Um, there are really? several others in the state of Washington, but we are the largest and and like I said, one of the largest in the country. So
0: yeah, you do have a big facility. How many horses do you have there? So I think today we have 29.
1: So it depends. Okay. Um, we're bringing horses in and moving horses that are, you know, that, that are successful in our program. We bring them in and then if they're not, if they're not, you know, can't be doing um, the kind of work that we need them to do, then then we, um, we have find a different work for them to do somewhere else. So we are sure. constantly replenishing the herd to, um, to, to look for that, you know, the long-term kind of, of uh, um, stability that we need in that, in, in our horse herd. So
0: Awesome. Well, it's a phenomenal organization. Um, you've got your website, littlebit.org, correct? Right. That people can go to if they want to find out more about it. And you have summer camps. You talked about that at the beginning. That people can go in and sign, and anybody can do those summer camps, right? Anyone can, but I think we might have a couple of young
1: adult spots, but the rest are sold out. So, okay, if you're looking for summer camp at Little Bit. You need to start in February. Um, I, that so was the part. Yes. Yeah.
0: I'm glad that I can I tell you I was so relieved when my kids got a little bit older and kind of outgrew the summer camps. Like I love summer camps, but I was never the mom that was on it in February like <laughs> you need to be. <laughs> Cuz that's not a covid thing. That's just a life thing. That's a life thing. Yeah. Summer camps always fill up so early. <laughs> they do. Fortunately, I always had some girlfriends that were really on it and they always made sure that I got the boys into something fun. Great. <laughs> But so if you make it this year into a little bit, summer camp's great. But if not, you do not have to be part of the program. You have them for all different types of kids that can do. If he doesn't want to go to summer camp and ride a horse, that just sounds awesome.
1: Yeah, they get to do some really fun things. So they're half day camps, four days a week. Um, and, and riding is an important part of it. They do some great craft. They paint actually paint on the horses and then give them a bath. They do. They do some really fun things. Um, it's
0: it's a. They're great
1: camps. They're really great kids. Yeah,
0: that I remember that too. From when I rode a horse as a kid, not the painting of the horse. That would have been fun though. If they let us do that. Um, but just even being able to care for the horse, right? You know, like, being able to clean their hooves or put on the um, bridle and the saddle and everything. That's that's a big sense of accomplishment, especially when you're a little kid to be able to like be in there with this big animal and have it be okay. So. Oh. For sure, I think that's amazing. So lots of opportunities. Um, Some, if you want to volunteer, there'll be more as we get to have more people in one place at a time, but lots of opportunities, even if you just want to donate to support such an amazing organization. And that's so cool to realize that you are one of the biggest ones in the country and that we're so lucky to have that here in our backyard here on the East side.
1: Oh, thank you, Nicole. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So awesome. Thank you so much for joining us this week, Paula. I so appreciate it. Uh, like I said, a little bit is near and dear to my heart, and I know our whole office. Um, you guys do such good work for the community, and I'm so grateful that we have you here. So hopefully you learned about something new today on the east side that maybe didn't know before. That Again, that's why we do this show every week, because it's all about loving where you live. When you buy and sell a house, it is not about the bedrooms and baths. It's about organizations like Little Bit, the people and the businesses and the opportunities and the organizations organizations that are here to support our community and make it a really, really amazing place to live. I am grateful every day to live here on the East Side and in the Pacific Northwest. And Little Bit's a big part of that. So thank you for joining us on the show today, Paula. I really appreciate it.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed getting to know you better. And we'll see you in June, right before the horse show.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> So thanks for joining us, everybody, this week. Have a phenomenal week, and uh, I'll see you next Tuesday, May the 4th, be with you.